the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. What is going on, anyone and everyone that might happen to be alive at this particular point in time? Big shout out to those listening in the spirit world. I miss you all. Huge howdy to the High Holy Three, of course, and Triple J. I love you. What a beautiful day, day, diddly day. I don't know what it is. I'm just driving in, and I'm thinking to myself, man, what happened to Drew Brees last night or yesterday afternoon? Whenever it was. Because he goes over to, uh, I think, coach of the New Orleans Saints is Sean Payton, maybe. I think the dude's name's Sean. But anyway, he goes over to the coach, says, hey, coach, I can't play no more. Now, I did not know that Jameis Winston from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had slid over to New Orleans Saints because nobody would pick up Jameis Winston during the – so I'm going to call here. I don't know if I can get this accomplished because I've never done this straight up live. How you doing, by the way? Hope you had a nice weekend. I'm going to try this. One, Deutsch, Deutsch, Deutsch. Call my man Carl Sides from the Sides line. I know the number I've dialed right. Okay. One, Deutsch, Deutsch, Deutsch. Doink, dink, dunk. Deutsch. Oh, God. Call my man Carl Sides. He knows football. He probably knows what happened to Drew Brees. Hope he's there. Hey, Carl, you got a second? Okay, uh, we're on the air, so I'm going to put you on the air. And uh, what I want to know is, because I don't know, what happened to Drew Brees yesterday? But hold on. So I'm hoping Carl knows. Carl may not know. Maybe nobody knows yet. They said they're going to give him an MRI uh, today. All right, so let me do that. Let me do that. I'm a big boy. I do my own work. Ping. All right, Carl, are you there? I'm here. I can hear you now. All right, cool, man. Just real, real quick, uh, show starting up, but I was just thinking as I was pulling in, I uh, just thinking football because of the, the game tonight. Um, and I saw that Drew Brees went over to the sidelines and told Sean Payton, I can't play no more. And so they put in, uh, what's his guy? Winston, uh, what's his name? Winston. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. And I didn't even know that uh, he landed with New Orleans Saints. But 
that's good because I think he's a good quarterback. He just didn't uh, have the kind of success they wanted him to have over there in Tampa Bay. Now, what happened to Drew Brees? Do you know? Is there anything yet from the doctors? Uh, yes. Um, well, what happened was he dropped back to pass. Defender mm. uh, came in unblocked and just flattened him, hit him really? shoulder to the ribs Ooh. and drove him into the turf. Yeah. Um, so what happened was, you know, he's been nursing a sore, sore shoulder all season. All right. Um, but now he's got fractured ribs on both sides mm-hmm. and a right lung was uh, – mm-hmm. I mean, it was he has a, he had a uh, what do they call it um, collapsed lung on the right side. Get out so of here! Out really? Quite a yep. Wow. Would you would you say this could be his his last season then? Because I mean, he's coming like towards the end of his tenure, shall we say? Yeah, I I I don't think it's going to be his last year, but I think it should be a tr- if if he plays one more, it should be a transition year because he doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. Um. What? You know, it's it's. They're not. He's not a threat to throw deep. Yeah. He's he's old. I mean, it's just flat out. That's what it is. Now, if you want to, if you want to sit there and train Jameis Winston to take over the reins, or that guy Taysom Hill that you're using quarterback and wide receiver and running back, mm-hmm. he's like a man of all trades. Mm-hmm. If you want to, you know, take one of those guys under your under your wing and mentor him, that's great. Then keep him one more year. Yeah. Otherwise, no, he's not the Drew Brees we were all scared of whipping it down for yeah. 400 yards a game. They're having a good season, though, aren't they? They're having a, a an okay season. Yeah. They're struggling to win games. Mm. Um, I mean, they got lucky catching T- uh, Tampa Bay the first week of the season yeah. when they weren't ready to play, and then they've had a couple easy easy games. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're struggling against teams that they should be blowing out. Mm-hmm. So collapsed lung on uh, Drew Brees' part and multiple fractured ribs. Oh, I didn't catch that for some reason. Really? Yeah. Ouch. He's, not can... he's out for at least a month or so. Oh, easy, man. And I tell you what, after something like that, because I, I once had a, uh, a a busted rib, and they told me I couldn't do nothing about it. You know, I thought they were, I didn't know. I thought they were going to put me in a full, not a full body cast, but like an upper torso body cast. They didn't. They said there ain't nothing you can do, do about it. Just let it heal. So, jeez. Uh, yeah, man, then he'll be wearing a blackjack at the the season yeah he's got multiple man that's got to be tough oh yeah i mean got to give a guy credit for as old as he is yeah. stuff it out and you know i i think on the sideline what he was saying was he's got a sore rib but he wanted to continue to play yeah. so he was telling Peyton from what i was seeing on there yeah, right but uh, yeah it was it wasn't gonna happen yeah <laughs> wow all right that's all i wanted to know buddy i appreciate you uh being able to jump on here Anytime, my friend. All right, a wonderful young man right there. Carl Sides, the Sides line, is every Wednesday right at about 4.45 here on Smash Daily. Talk to you at that time, partner. All right, talk to you Wednesday. Thank you, Carl. Wonderful young man right there. Sheesh. Well, I know what all the programmers are saying. Smash, uh, you opened up the show talking about football. Uh, Let's not forget that uh, you have a 50-50 audience. What do you mean 50-50 audience? Well, 50% male, 50% female. you got to do something for your females. Oh, God. I was glad to work in my time in radio, 45 years. But boy, you had to listen to some of these jamokes who were in power positions who knew nothing. Nothing. We have a new consultant coming in. Oh, really? Yeah, he's going to be really a great first station. Oh, really? Where's he from? 
Philadelphia. You got a consultant coming in from Philadelphia who's going to tell us how to run St. Louis. So here's what they would say. Well, you better do something to level the playing field because right now you've got all the men listening and the women really don't want to hear anything about this football. Well, I beg to differ because I think women love football, but all right. I go on the tender side because life is a tender trap and I don't know how many times I've found myself to be tender, but uh, I tell you what, anybody remember The Rock? Now, here's the deal. Well, Rock, man, that's a man. Yeah, it's a man, but the women love The Rock, all right? This is The Rock right here, if you don't remember for some odd reason. The Rock and the millions. No, 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 no. That's not good enough. No, 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 no. WrestleMania. The Rock. enough. The Rock is the people's champ. You are the backbone of The Rock. When we speak, our voices are heard. We all say, I bring it. Anaheim, the world is watching. Anaheim, the world is listening. One more time when The Rock and the millions of The Rock's fans go to WrestleMania and electrify WrestleMania and the world like no one else can. If you're a man <laughs> what the rock? Well, The Rock made quite a name for himself. I'll never forget because I used to do a lot, a lot, a lot of things with uh, with wrestling. The WWF at that time, World Wrestling Federation, changed into World Wrestling Entertainment. And uh, The Rock was just starting up. His dad, I think, was also named Rocky because in the early days of The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, um, they called him Rocky too. So he, of course went on to become huge as far as the movies are concerned and one of the highest paid, if not the highest paid, just to use the term, leading man action figure in the game right now. So, The Rock, and here's how I'm going to do it for the girls, right? So, number one, the girls love The Rock. All of a sudden, ice are smashing friend to femininity. Secondly, all right, The Rock was the voice of I think it was the, the character's name was Maui in the Moana movie. What was that, a Disney movie, a big cartoon, whatever it was. Anyway, he sings in that movie right here. So what I believe you were trying to say is thank you. Thank you? You're welcome. What? No, no, no. I, I didn't. I wasn't. Why would I ever say <laughs> okay, that? Okay. I, mean... <laughs> I see what's happening, yeah. You're face to face with greatness, and it's strange. You don't even know how you feel. That's it's right. adorable. Well, it's nice to see that humans never change. Open your eyes, let's begin. Yes, it's really me, it's Maui. Breathe it in. 
I know it's a lot, the hair, the bod. When you're staring at a demigod, what can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. Hey, it's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. I'm just an ordinary demigod. Hey, what has two thumbs and pulled up the sky? When you were waddling, yay, hi. So there you go. The Rock singing to Moana himself. Uh, they have a, uh, a thing of uh, The Rock singing the same thing to his little tiny uh, daughter, Tia, I believe is her name. But it, it, the, the audio order ain't that good. But I thought, well, I'll just go ahead and play the actual song right there. And so thus, women love the fact that the man can go from somebody like The Rock, manly like that, to singing a happy-go-lucky song to little tiny Tia, his daughter, or to Moana, the character in the movie. And that reminded me. I thought to myself, you know, you, you better kind of get tender if you want to try to grab the women's demographic, shall we say. And this is for real, because I remember, I even started crying to tell you the truth. My son Abraham, he's like 51, 52 years old, something like that. <laughs> I don't remember. He's old enough to be my dad. No, that's all I can tell you. But when he was a little tiny boy, I used to hold him in my in my arms and rock him to sleep. And I, I would never sing it. But this is it just reminded me with the rock, you know, sing singing to his little his little daughter. When Abraham was a little, little tiny guy, I'd hold him in my arms, little baby, and uh rock him. And I would sing this while this song played. This song here. It's me being tender. Going for the female demographic. I love this song. But I've wandered much further today than I should And I can't seem to find my way back to the wood So help me if you can I've got to get back to the house at the corner by one You'd be surprised there's so much to be done Count all the bees in the all the clouds from the sky Back to the days of Christopher Robin and Pooh Well, the Pooh doesn't know what to do Got a honey jar stuck on his nose I love you, son! Dad, remembering things. Magnificent. So you see, all of a sudden... I was being for real there, and the for real has made it possible for me now, at this particular point in time, I lost all the male audience, yes. But I now regained a female audience that had left earlier because I was talking football. So thus, when you can jibe these together, all of a sudden you got nothing but a winning strategy. I, unfortunately, have been unable to do that throughout my career. But nevertheless, here I be. Glad to be doing it for you. Right here at 107.1 FM. The Big Z Mega March. Ed Martin was there over the weekend. He was speaking. 
when we come back. Smash Daily is everywhere. Because I is where you's at. Smashdaily.com. I go places, people are taking their masks down, standing six feet away, of course, and they're asking me, Smash, tell me more about this Gulf Shores restaurant and grill, Turducken. I tell you, as far as I know, a Turducken Thanksgiving tastes food-wise like no other Thanksgiving. It's a New Orleans Big Easy. Let the good times roll one-of-a-kind great taste. Harry Parker at Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill is making this possible for us here at Smash Daily on WBGZ. Harry! A Turducken is a different kind of of, uh, Thanksgiving kind of meal for the folks who've had them before last year. This one is different because we don't mess around with the cornbread and all that. We do a rice and shrimp jambalaya stuffing, which takes it over the top. Yeah, Harry, let me ask you, man. How do you think a turducken came together like that? Just uh, they didn't have enough turkey, didn't have enough chicken, didn't have enough duck, and they put them all together or what? I got to tell you, I I wish I knew. Yeah. Uh, I wish they knew. I knew they come together. I just knew that when back down we were growing up, uh, we were getting close to that. And Mama said, listen, I'm fixing a turducken. I got to tell you what, it got everyone's attention. It made Thanksgiving a totally different kind of event in my house. And so I wanted to bring it with me when I came to open my restaurants because I wanted to make it a different kind of event and, and the people's houses here. So it's quite a meal. It's quite, it's, quite, it's quite something to have. I want you to experience a new kind of Thanksgiving, turducken style. Here's how you do it. You get to smash at WBGZradio.com. That's 107.1 FM. So email me in 107.1 words or less what you imagine what the good taste of a turducken is going to be like. Or email me a video of you 107.1 seconds or less of you talking what the good taste of the turducken is going to be like. November 24th, just in time for Thanksgiving, Harry and I will be here on Smash Daily on WBGZ with the winning essay. Why not you? Just in time for Thanksgiving. And happy holidays from Smash Daily, WBGZ Radio, and Harry Parker, and Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. Listen to the Smash Daily Podcast anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Google, Apple, Spotify, and the new home at Amazon Music. Smashdaily.com. That signifies that Martin's coming on. This oh. land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream Wildlands. This land was made for you and me.
have you here, Trini Lopez. You know Ed Martin is next. Buddy, how you doing? Well, I'm doing fine, Smash, but you're missing the, the unbelievable story. I thought it was we're going to save the republic, and I found the voter fraud. But lo and behold, Smash, the thing, your lifeline in the morning, the wink, yes. today they shut it down. The MailChimp company that sends my email out yeah. said that the wink in the morning is disinformation, and they deactivated my account. Wow! So how about that, Smash? Wow. They're trying to silence. They're trying to silence the Ed Man. Wow! That is <laughs> well, because you know I I didn't see it this morning. I thought, well, okay, I'm just going through the stuff fast, so maybe I missed it. But I'm gonna talk to Ed anyhow. Are you Shut kidding? What do you do about something well, like that, Ed? Well, actually, you know the good news is I got a smart tech guy on my team, so he he had already pulled our big email list that has everybody's email. And so we went over to new service and paid and put it up. But you know what happens when you send an email, as you know, smash, I've been sending a wink, the daily email, Monday through Friday, you go to proamericareport.com. You can sign up. It's a free newsletter Mm -hmm. every morning, 7 a.m. Central time. It's a, it's a list of some good articles. It's my ideas. It's what you need to know. I've been sending that for about 18 months. And when you send something every day and enough people get it, they get a rhythm of it, but also yeah. they don't say it's spam and you get a certain credibility so you don't get dumped in their spam folder. Right. So now I got to go start again with a new company. Oh, and, wow. uh, you know, but it is what it is, what it is. But I mean, talk about, I, again, you know, I do a, polit- it's a political angle, right? Yeah, I mean, right. it's not, it's not without its angle, yeah. but man, alive. It's not exactly, uh, not exactly Nazi propaganda. So there you have it. Wow. That is stunning, yeah. man. That is stunning. Yeah. That is yeah, ter- and who's that? MailChimp? It's called MailChimp. It's a company. Oh, no that's pretty, I mean, it had been a good company. They they told us they changed their terms of service oh, really? in October, which I didn't even re- notice or anything. Yeah. And it included the uh, ability to tell, to, to deactivate. And that, by the way, they didn't even suspend the account. They deactivated. They said, wow. you're so bad, we don't want you anymore. And they deactivated the whole account. So... I don't know, man. I tell you, that, that, that does segue, Smash, because if you didn't see my email this morning, I was one of the organizers of the rally in D.C. I know. And, and I, th- I think there was a half a million people there, but who knows? I mean, there certainly wasn't 20,000. I've been to 20,000-person yeah. rallies. There was hundreds of thousands, and, and, and there was no media of the normal type. There was, you know, Breitbart. There was Newsmax, yeah. but there was no NBC, there was no CBS, there was no CNN. It used to be if you did something so big, yeah. they called it news, no matter what you That's they right. thought of you. Yeah. And now they just don't call it anything. They don't call you back. Wow. That is yeah. wild. That is wild because, you know, you didn't see it uh, that big a no. deal on the network, but I did see an aerial of some yeah. part of D.C., and it was humongous. It was it humongous. Was, and here's the thing. I know, Smash, you've been to some good parties. Yeah. Today. You've thrown some good parties. I and and I, I was the Mardi Gras <laughs> when I was in my 20s. And yeah. the thing I remember about Mardi Gras is everybody had fun. It wasn't like when you went to a football game and somebody got in a fight. Yeah. Nobody got yeah. in a fight at Mardi Gras. It was like a, it was a joyful time. That's how it was. And there was black people, white people, big people, small people, people yeah. from Alaska came up to me, people from, you know, Illinois, everywhere. And they just had fun. It was a beautiful day and it wasn't bitter. It was, hey, let's get to the bottom of this election. And I'm, again, not a single coverage. Wow. Uh, it used to be that the TV wanted to cover something that yeah. had a lot of people there because they thought a lot of people would care. Yep. And there's so, it's such a wacky world. 
They didn't cover it, not a lick. Wow, that is something, man. That is astounding. Ain't that America, I guess, is the way <laughs> Mellencamp said it, and now it still lingers yeah. to this day. So tell me, because you did a, a thing over there about Stop the Steal, which I thought was yeah, a, yeah. a great title to it all. How'd that come off? How'd you uh, wind up out well, of this so, deal? So, yeah, so the rally, the rally, there was about 10 of us. It's a little bit like Smash the Old Tea Party when you saw it back in the day. It's a, it's a, it's a hodgepodge, I jokingly said. It's like the... The bar scene from Star Wars, you know, there's a, there's <laughs> right. some there's some funny dudes and some weird ladies and so, and then me and so we all got together and we said let's do this thing and it brought all kinds of people together and actually I got to tell you, Smash, the crazy thing about it, it was like everything under the sun, Jewish guys, Christian guys, gay yeah. guys, all kinds of the people. Anyway, but yeah. it was a huge hit. Here's the thing: I spent six hours yesterday though, Smash, in the Trump National Hotel in downtown St. in downtown DC, mm-hmm. looking and talking to the guys that are breaking down how the voting systems could have been manipulated. Now, mm-hmm. it's not a smoking gun yet, but it is a very interesting question about how did the whole country basically vote one direction, which was for the Trump position. You know, people won races down ballot that were Republicans that didn't weren't supposed to have a chance. And then the top of the ticket in Philadelphia, Atlanta Milwaukee and Detroit had the highest turnout for a, a Democrat in the history. Uh, people voted for Biden more than Obama in yeah. Detroit yeah. somehow, yeah. right? I mean, right. so so the guys digging into this computer system are saying there's something wrong with the math here, and they're like eggheads. They're like uh, they're like on the spectrum, smart dudes, and they're mm-hmm. like there's something wrong. So I got to tell you, I, I think there's something there. We got to get to the bottom of it still, and I think it'll be an interesting week. Because Sidney Powell, that's who one of the people I was with, she's going to file some lawsuits. We're going to see what we yeah. find out. This Stop the Steal, I thought that was a brilliant catch line to this whole thing. Got to, uh, you know, applaud you on that, uh, whether you're for or against, whatever the case may be. It's, it's a brilliant line because in that short line, you're saying yep. everything, man. I applaud you yeah. on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and, and actually, and actually, one of the things I agree. Thank you for noticing it. You're 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 a guy that knows messaging, and and uh, somebody at the, at the at the rally on Saturday said we should call it a march for Trump. And I said, march for Trump doesn't tell you anything. Everybody mm-hmm. knows they like Trump. Stop the steal. It makes you assume there was mm-hmm. a steal, and then mm-hmm. you better stop it. Right? It's mm-hmm. a perfect. It's a perfect kind of moves you in the direction. And yeah. again, my deal, Smash. We talk all the time. I mean, we agree some of the time. We disagree a little bit. But let's get to the bottom of it. Something funky is going on in America, yeah. and the media is digging it like in a direction. Let's just get to the bottom of this thing. A few more weeks. You know, Al Gore had 37 days to fight it out before he said, I give. And we're on like day 10, mm-hmm. so 12. So mm-hmm. let's just figure it out. All right. So let's figure out another thing. I'm going to slide you off into this. I don't have yeah. the talking points that I have, but I'm just going off of what uh, is left of my mind. And... Um, they had Fauci on this morning, I think it was on the uh, Today Show, and Savannah Guthrie, uh, you know, was, mm-hmm. I tell you what, man, I don't say it's the yeah. wrong way, I understand everybody got the, their job to do and all that, but man, I lost a lot of respect for her, the way she treated Trump when she was hosting that town hall meeting type of thing, but that's just me, yeah. that's just me, yep. and that ain't got it with the... Uh, Got nothing to do with Democrat, conservative, or nothing. I was talking about a journalist, and you say, Smasher, you're not a journalist. Well, I am in a different kind of way. And another right. journalist over there doing what she's doing. All right, so she's talking to, to Fauci, and Fauci says, you know, it's wonderful. Moderna's got uh, this this vaccine that's about 95% sure, and now you got uh, the one that came out uh, last week. And, and I'm just wondering, what's your angle on this? Because... This is all coming out because Trump put forth 
the money and the the yeah. order. Oper, oper, to, yeah, Operation Operation Warp Speed, he called it. Yeah. And, you know, as you know, Smash, if you want to get something done, there's many ways to do it, but one of them is throw a lot of money at it. Yeah. And, and in this case... And in this case, what happened was they, they guaranteed the vaccine makers. They said, you make a vaccine, it works out. We will buy $2 billion, with a B, dollars worth, right? So everybody went, giddy up. We don't have to worry about whether there's a market for this. Let's go. And so, yeah, I mean, Trump should get credit. These two American companies that got the vaccine, think about it, America, what a country. They yeah. got two companies that have gotten there. And, and it's great. And here's the thing that gets me a little sideways. It's big news. It's good news. And at the same time, they're like saying you can only have 10 people at Thanksgiving supper and you can only have Christmas. You know, Fauci said Christmas might have to be canceled. And my thing is, look, I've been looking for a reason to eliminate my Aunt Mary from Christmas. I mean, from Thanksgiving for a long time. So this is very good for me. But I'm just saying it feels like we're turning. And yet the rest of the coverage is like that. Michigan a few hours ago locked down for three weeks solid. They're locking down again. And it feels like, man, we can't go back and survive. I I don't want anybody to get sick. If you got diseases, comorbidities, your old timer, be very careful. But Mm -hmm. we can't go back. And it feels like some people want to go back to the Mm -hmm. lockdown. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we'll survive that. Well, I tell you, if you're going to have to lock down, Better to do it in winter than in the spring, summer, and autumn because people like yeah. being outdoors and everything. I understand there's yeah. skiers out there and snowboarders and all that kind of stuff, but this could be a good time to go ahead and try to fight this thing stronger than what we have fought it. Nevertheless, here's what uh, my whole deal is. This is, and I'm not concerned about it. I'm just looking at the way they play politics. Trump got this thing rolling, all right? And they talk about, well, no, he didn't uh, really do a good job when this first came down. Nobody knew how to handle this when it first came down. But now we got those vaccines, and the crazy part about it is the distribution of those vaccines probably won't happen until after Biden's in office, and he's going to take the credit for it, won't you think? Well, yeah, I mean, look, look it's better to be lucky than good, right, in yeah, politics and yeah. life in general, right? right no doubt about it. So you're right about that. But here's the thing I'd say differently. You know, Donald Trump took on the pharma guys, took on the pharma guys yeah. uh, in a big way, in a big way, um, and, and he stood up to them. And they hate him. They hate him, and they hate him. Uh, they hate him a lot. And I want to ask, how come these guys waited till two weeks after the election to tell this news? Can't, uh, well, uh, I mean, right. don't you think they knew something ten days ago? Both of these announcements happened yeah. after the election, and I look up and go, "Man, you talk about a lot." I mean, I'm not saying it's un. I'm not saying it's illegal. I'm just saying. You know, at a certain point, I just don't understand how people don't see the positive things that this president's done and, and kind of salute it. They're just so locked in to, you know, he's the bad guy. Yep, yep, yep. I said Martin right there. If people want to get the new the new Pro-America Report, how's right. that play? Well, you know, you, got, you still go to the same place, ProAmericaReport.com, okay. ProAmericaReport.com. We got a new email uh, operator to get it out. So just put your email address in. We send you that. Uh, each morning at 7 a.m., no no frills, no nothing extra. And hopefully we won't get blocked again, but who knows, Smash? You know, we might you might have your show censored. They may say Alton can't take uh, the Ed Man too much, so you might have to shut me down. I don't know. Uh, I appreciate you being on here, buddy. And I, uh, as the old saying goes, I may not uh, agree with what you say, <laughs> but I will defend to the death your right to say it. There you go. All right, thanks, it. man. Talk good to, to talk to you. That's Take care. Ed Martin right there is a good guy. Here we go now. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to 
I tell you what, the weather's still fine, isn't it? Fine, 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 fine for maybe going out and house hunting. You think about getting a new house. Maybe you want to list your house. Let people come find your house. Well, you got to list with the leader, first of all. And if you're going out house hunting, Matt, how about somebody who can help you, like, eliminate some of the crap, all right? Now, one man's crap is like the old saying, one man's trash, another man's uh, treasure. All right, but maybe for you, all right, you got to get somebody who knows how to work with you as far as what you need for your particular concerns are for your growth as a person, as a family, whatever the case may be, or you're wanting to downsize. That's the other angle at this whole thing. Matt Horn is the young man's name, right? Landmark Realty. Website, GodfreyLandmark.com. They're out of Godfrey. GodfreyLandmark.com. When you get there, you have opportunity to just see all the houses that are available for sale. And you can pick one, two, three, four, however many you want to pick. Get more information on them because you got plenty of information right there, but you might want to go deeper. That's when you call Matt Horn. Talk to him and or his uh, crew. they got like 25, 30 people over there who know real estate ready to work for you on that house. All right, 618-466-1513. 618-466-1513. Matt Horn. Now, if it's time for you to get that house for sale, you know, selling your house, boy, this is a good time in a double whammy sort of way because mortgage rates are so low that people can afford to get something that maybe they might have not been able to afford a year or two ago. But the rates are so low, take advantage. This might be the time to sell your house, especially with the weather nice like this. Supposed to be nice for a while. Come on now, all right? Landmark Realty. Same thing when it comes time to buy that house. Like I said, you check out everything. At GodfreyLandmark.com, then you call Matt Horn. And you take care of your business as to what that new house is supposed to be for you. And the beauty of it all, for me, because I see how it plays, is these folks at Landmark Realty, they know how to handle the paperwork. Paperwork in real estate. Buying or selling is some kind of something. So these guys know. All right, they're waiting for you there. Take care of you. And that's what you want. Folks that will take care of you. Get you into that house. Get you out of your house. Whatever the case may be. Check it all out. Landmark Realty at GodfreyLandmark.com. Smash with you here, WBGZ, that's 107.1 FM, the big Z. Hey, I tell you what, I know it's the offseason, but there's some baseball going on. That's why we call Ed Wheatley. And Ed Wheatley has uh, written the three books. I'll tell you about that in just a moment here. But 
Ed, before we even uh, go, how are you handling in the offseason? You all right? Oh, I'm down here in Florida playing in a Senior World <laughs> Series in all the Major League Stadiums. So I'm, really? I'm having a ball right now. Fantastic, because I know that's what you do. That is fantastic. Well, let me ask you real, real quick. You heard anything on Tommy Lasorda? I think he's like 93, but they uh, put him into the hospital either today or yesterday. Know no, anything on yeah, that? Yeah, they put him in. No, they haven't really said the reasons. He was put in yesterday. He is the yeah. oldest living Hall of Famer. Whitey Herzog's the second oldest living mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody's, you know, worried about Tommy. We hate seeing these icons, you know, sick or, you know, I don't know if it's virus or something else. He hasn't been in, he's been a little frail. Uh, last I heard earlier the, this year when I saw some things with him and some interviews, he was at the World Series last month, but, uh, you know, you just hope he hasn't gotten the virus or, you know, yeah. other complications. You hate to see that. Yeah. What do you think about uh, Tony La Russa's situation? You know anything on, on that? Oh, you know, uh, <laughs> the uh, Tony whole, the whole thing about Tony, I mean, Tony's a great manager. He did great in St. Louis. You know, not only did the White Sox hire him to be the manager, the Hall of Fame took a little – indifference to it because yeah. part of the, the deal was when they put him in the Hall of Fame because they do a selection thing as a manager, it was that you're not going to manage again. And the answer was no. Well, he's back, and I guess it's his own choice. And then he gets this kind of yeah. uh, black eye. You know, it's a uh, direct repeat of what happened when he was with yeah. the Cardinals down yeah. in spring training and right. in Jupiter uh, was back in 2007. And so it's, um, uh, you know, just, you know, when you're in a situation like that, you need to, you know, watch what you're doing, watch your P's and Q's. You know, yep. you don't tell the police officer, hey, I'm a Hall of Famer. Right. It's getting a lot of play, but he's going to stick with the White Sox. Uh, Ryan Zark, the, the White Sox owner, he, he and uh, Tony are very close. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, he knew about all this before he hit the, yeah. uh, the press. That's he right. knew about it before he hired him. So I don't think anything's going to happen. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, you just – don't need to have those black eyes on your, yeah. on your resume. No, no, I know. You're Tony Larusa, they gone. And you're back in the game, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. I, do, I mean that happened. That's not that, the way to make an entry, you know. Right, right. To a new situation. And that happened in Phoenix. Uh, I know uh, he he lives over there in Phoenix because at one time he was what GM over there for the Diamondbacks. Well, he was he was an advisor to the advisor? president of, of baseball, so he okay. was kind of like uh, you know. Uh, Somewhere like a mosaic type, you know, an advisor to the to the uh-huh. owner of the of the team. Gotcha. Down, down there. All right. Let's talk about Molina. What's going on, with Molina? Anything? Oh boy, that's a big daily watch. I yeah. mean, you know, uh, it's a bet- betting man's thing. You know, these next couple of weeks, where's Molina going to go? Uh, you know, the Cardinals are going to make a good, honest offer. I think he would like to stay here, but he's also, you know, you never know how these players are. Money. I mean, yeah. It, you got the Yankees, the Mets, and the Phillies. Those three teams and those three owners are going to spend big on a catcher. Yeah, they need it. JT Romato was the uh, really the, one of the top catchers in the National League. He had moved from the Marlins to the Phillies, but he turned on a Philly offer this yeah. week. Yeah, everybody's got him going to the Mets, huh. and then the Yankees, you know, are going to want to want to make a big splash. They need a catcher very badly, and uh, you know, Yachty could fill in two nice years up there for some sure. very big. Dollars, uh, yeah. you know, he's got a very strong Puerto Rican fan base up there, and Dominican fan base up there in New York. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are looking up there at the Mets and the Yankees. Probably the Yankees would settle, but again, we all kind of hope he stays here in St. Louis. That's where he he, he belongs. Put him, keep him in a, a Redbird uniform yeah. for his whole career. Well, that's what uh, they were saying, and he even said he wanted to uh, 
wind the thing up a redbird. But, I mean, you say that, and I guess you say that not only for the public, but also for a touch of leverage in the negotiation process. Right. Um, right. You, go ahead. You know, it, it is leverage. It's, it's seeing what's going on. It's, you know, uh, how much do the Cardinals want to spend? I mean, yeah. it's still unknown. Will there be a 20 uh, 21 season. You know, I know people say, well, well, the virus is out. Okay. We got, uh, you know, they're talking about these, uh, vaccinations that are now making the news skyrocketing the stock market, but how long is that going to take, yeah. uh, to get that administered? So it's, it's not like you're going to click your fingers now and then have it. So, I mean, there's going to be either delays in the season or there's going to be the bubble mm-hmm. aspect back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that's going to impact how much the owners have to spend and want to spend on these free agents. So it's going to be uh, uh, interesting because that's where it's going to, you know, the Cardinals aren't going to go out and spend big bucks. Right. They're going to be, they're conservative selves. And, you know, they have their just reasons. They've got good pitching. There's the contenders. I was reading a mega, uh, major league baseball predictions from like major league baseball central this morning. And they were picking the Cardinals to win the central over the other teams, mainly yeah. because, the Cardinals pitching. So, you know, you hope Wainwright and Molina are both back. If not, you know, the Cardinals will have money. Will they use that to go get some other players or how will this work? But yeah. uh, I think we got a big thing to watch these, mm-hmm. these next two weeks. Mm-hmm. All right. One last thing, man. And that is mm-hmm. uh, this lady, I can't pronounce her last name, but she is like the first woman uh, GM as far as management mm-hmm. in the M- MLB is concerned. Right. Kim Ang. Uh, her last name is spelled NG, but it's pronounced Ang. She is now the general manager of the Miami Marlins. Yeah. You have uh, Derek Jeter, who is the president. So Derek Jeter is kind of like the mosaic here in St. Louis. Yeah. And Mike Gersh, counterpart now, uh, Gersh is the Cardinals um, GM, mm-hmm. is this Kim Ang. She's a great lady. I mean, you know, you don't look at her as being a female. You really should. You should look at her as being one of the best persons qualified for the job. She's mm-hmm. 30 years in Major League Baseball. She started as an intern with the White Sox, and she's been with the Yankees, the Dodgers. She's been, you know, on teams that have won the World Series. She is the first woman general manager in any major men's sport. Now, there are some women coaches in the NBA and some other, uh, in in like a hockey, there are some assistant general managers, but she is the one, you know, broke the ceiling. And like I said, it's not so much... When you look at her resumes, you wouldn't look at her as a woman. You'd look at her as being someone who knows the business, has been all around. She's been, uh, she even, her last job was really with Major League Baseball, where she was in charge of, you know, uh, the the national operations. So she has this tremendous background. And, you know, some people, I heard them call uh, Derek Jeter kind of like, you know, he made this happen, like Branch Rickey made Jackie Robinson happen. He brought, this woman into this position and she is very, very well qualified. I mean, I think it's, 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 it's going to be a really good thing for baseball. You know, Kamala Harris, you know, has broke a window here now with the yeah. uh, election and things. And you start looking at these without sex. She's got the resume with all her 30 years in major league. Cause she has been an assistant general manager uh, with, with these other teams I spoke of. She's yeah. worked in the front offices. Right. She knows, major league so she is the right person that should be great that should be great that's fantastic one last thing 
And that mm-hmm. is you are in Florida right now. You're playing in the Senior World Series. So how you hitting them? How you uh, yeah. throwing them? How you catching them? How you playing? Uh, I'm playing very well. I've, uh, I was uh, three for three in both games of a doubleheader today. So yeah. it's, uh, it was 90 <laughs> degrees down here in, in uh, Fort nice, Myers, Florida. Nice. Yeah. And we nice. got a lot of doubleheaders because last week we got kind of rained out a lot with the hurricane. Uh, Ada down here, yep. you know, came and hit in this area. So we had a lot of rain, so we we're making them up. And uh, the other day we played a very tough team. It was mainly guys from Venezuela. Today we played a, against a team from Boston that had uh, four former major leaguers on it. And people remember uh, Bill Spaceman Lee. He was pitching for, for that team. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with his years with the World Series Red Sox and uh, – Hey, it's fun. We're playing baseball. It's November. We're 60 years old, and <laughs> Bravo. we're still playing baseball. Right on. His books are Baseball in St. Louis, Incredible Cardinals, and STL Browns, St. Louis Browns, The Story of a Beloved Team. You can pick those up through Reedy Press, R-E-E-D-Y Press. That is Ed Wheatley, a man who indeed does know the game, and I salute you and appreciate you taking the time to update us as to what is going on in the MLB. We will, and we'll keep you uh, in tune on what happens with Wainwright and Molina. Beautiful. (laughs) 